That's what News Radio 92.3 is. Informative, local, dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. So I'm just going to tell you this one little insider secret. You ready for this? A little radio insider secret. You haven't really worked in radio until you've had to spit out food that you couldn't quite swallow fast enough before you had to get back on the air. <laughs> Candy, <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. I have. I know. I still eat it too. Not yours, but yeah, it's, it's so funny. Oh, you make choices. You make life choices. You do. Uh, not that that happened yeah. just now, but it almost did. So it made me think of it. Anyway, earlier this morning, we had a really good interview with uh, Chief Dan Helms, Skyhorse um, Helms, uh, the Santa Rosa Band of the Lower Muscogee Indian Tribe, and um, uh, we talked with him about a bill that Michelle Salzman is running, but also learned a ton about just the, the, the tribe. And so it was really fascinating. I wanted to give you a chance to hear it. Uh, Chief Dan, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Hello, how are you? <laughs> I know you always bring the language, and I love it. I, every time I see you at an event or when you're doing a proclamation or whatever it is, you always try to educate. I'm very slow to pick it up, so I apologize. But, yes, welcome. Um, there's a bill that's been filed by Michelle Salzman, who is, of course, a member of your tribe, and I want to talk about that, HB 553. But before we talk about the particulars of the bill, I want to – do for the audience what you just did for me, which is basically quadruple my my level of knowledge in the course of about four minutes. Um, for people who may not know, uh, you are a um, a local Indian tribe based in Milton, right? That's correct. And is is there a land mass or is there a space where you own, occupy at all? Uh, we do. We uh, are in Milton off Willard Norris Road. And we have 95 acres of uh, land, about uh, 30 acres is uh, cleared, and the remainder is in uh, natural forest. Uh, we actually have property on both sides of Pond Creek for almost a half mile. And uh, so we also have a uh, about a 4,000 square foot Native American cultural center on the property, as well as uh, replica creek villages and uh, replica uh, Creek Square Grounds, where we do teaching uh, to uh, folks who come out to the grounds and especially to the school children. Well, I feel very dumb because I believe that we have biked that area recently and I didn't come in to say hi and didn't do any, which I should have. I definitely will get over there. Um, how many members of the tribe do you have? Um, active members, we have uh, about 685. Okay. And... Uh, they're mostly located in the Northwest Florida area. In fact, probably 60 to 70 percent of the uh, tribe members actually live within 60 miles of our tribal grounds. And then we have some that are over into the Alabama, and then we have some that are uh, have moved to other parts of the country for their uh, jobs. Okay, so about a third actually live outside of that zone, which to me seems like quite a bit, but uh, about two thirds live within that zone. And again, just because, you know, I think it's fascinating to understand. And I, I realized that as of 10 minutes ago, I didn't know a lot of things. That's why I'm trying to uh, share the information. Um, you, most of the people do not live on the land that you own, right? That's correct. Um, we only have one person who lives on the land to as a caretaker. 
Okay, and, and, and the term that gets used about land owned and occupied by Indian tribes is a reservation. Is it accurate to call your land a reservation inaccurate? I just don't know. I'm asking. No, it is not a reservation. Uh, the term for it is igana, which means grounds. Okay. And um, people who are members of the um, the Santa Rosa Band of Lower Muskogee are citizens of the United States, citizens of Florida. Uh, is it a political entity with sovereignty separate from anything else, or is it not like that at all? Uh, it's not like that at all. Uh, of course, the people who live in Florida are citizens. Well, everybody's citizens of the United States, but those who uh, live in Florida are um, have the same rights. Uh, as any other person who lives in Florida, there's nothing extra that we have. Uh, there is no sovereign immunity. Uh, sovereign immunity is something that comes with federal recognition, and that uh, sets up a governmental relationship between a tribe and the federal government. And so we have no no sovereign immunity, uh, and and we're not federally recognized, obviously. So is it, and you know, if I, and anywhere in here, if I get it wrong, you feel free to correct me, okay? But um, would it be fair to say then that, like Michelle Salzman is a member of your tribe, she is also, of course, a state legislator, um, and of course, a U.S. citizen. Um, instead of what people might typically think of an Indian tribe as being, that you are sort of a um, a family of relatives with history, tradition, and culture, and not political entity the way people might think. Of a tribe being is that an accurate way to describe it? Uh, yes, that's that's accurate. We uh, uh, in every member of our tribe uh, has to submit written documentation that uh, uh, is basically a chain of custody, if you will, uh, from that individual back to a documented Creek Indian, where they're documented on a. a a role or a census or um, by some other way, we have a, a, a set of standards that are uh, have to be met to absolutely prove that you have uh, Creek heritage uh, before you can become a member of the tribe. Uh, we are pretty much all cousins in one way or another, so I guess you could say that we're a family in that respect, but we are certainly a tribal family. And uh, we uh, do what we can to look out for our, our folks and uh, uh, take care of them as, uh, in, in any way that we can. All right, this is an interview that we were doing earlier this morning with uh, Chief Dan Helms from the Santa Rosa Band of the Lower Muskogee. Before we return to the rest of it, uh, let's get candy here with Traffic on the Fives. Okay, it looks like uh, we are down to one lane of traffic on Lily, and they get between Blue Angel and 98, but uh, Ryan says they're almost done, so that's good. Uh, they're working on the road shoulder this morning. 98 showing a blockage from Dong Track to Bauer. Uh, that's uh, 98 East is now backed up. This is uh, east of Navarre Bridge, starting to congest uh, junction at 87. Michigan and Esperanto in Pensacola. It's north of Mobile Highway. It's showing a road Block, uh, this morning. We had a close call at Graffiti Bridge a little earlier. It looks like that has been cleared up. The guy was able to back up and, and miss it, so that's good news, too. Certainly, if you see an accident or you have a traffic tip, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Now back to Chief Dan Helms, the Santa Rosa Band of Lower Muskogee. Well, I have learned more about your tribe in the last five minutes than I ever knew. And I really, that's why I wanted to ask you because I really, really appreciate you explaining that. So, this bill, HB 553, would essentially recognize you 
by a government entity for the first time ever, and that carries benefits with it, right? Not not benefits from Florida per se, but benefits in terms of other things, right? Correct. Um, the bill would uh, gives all the unrecognized Indian tribes and bands of Florida a pathway to state recognition, and with that pathway would come the ability for even the smallest of tribes to have the same unfettered access to cultural programs, grants, uh, which are only at this time available to government-recognized tribes. Um, the, the bill is culturally based. Uh, what it does not do, it does not provide for any sovereign immunity, as we talked about. Uh, it does not provide uh, for any uh, gaming. It does not open the door for expansion of gaming in the state of Florida. It has nothing to do with that, uh, nothing to do with the sale of tobacco, nothing to do with the sale of uh, alcohol, no commerce whatsoever. Uh, the bill uh, doesn't in any way affect or change uh, or address uh, the curriculum in Florida schools, and it provides uh, for no financial obligation from the state of Florida to any of the recognized tribes. So this doesn't do any of the what people might consider negatives or question marks, the things like casinos and that, all of that kind of stuff, or give you interest in land or anything else. It is purely a recognition so that you can become eligible for, for example, these uh, cultural funds, uh, federal funds, and get the actual recognition that you've been seeking for so long. That's that's the total effect of the bill, right? Exactly. Um, and <clears throat> as an example, uh, the Pensacola News Journal had an article that they had done in 1990, which identified 15 Indian tribes in the Florida Panhandle. And as of today, only six of those tribes are still in existence. So what this bill would do would provide access to the resources uh, to keep uh, many tribes from going extinct. Wow. Which, which again, it's it's a matter of giving you f- official government recognition makes you eligible for these funds, which right now you don't have that official recognition, which is why you can't get access to those funds, which is, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, it seems like a no brainer. <laughs> it seems like a really easy thing to do. And I love to see a, uh, a bipartisan group of legislators, Democrats and Republicans in support of this. Um, before we let you go, Dan, I did want to just real quick, make sure that people, we we've talked about it periodically on the show, but one of the things that's been done in Milton already, and is coming in uh, in um, uh, Pensacola is some recognitions of some pretty awful things that happened in the past to members of your tribe before, but we are now at least owning up to admitting and commemorating the sites of those horrible things with historic markers, right? That's correct. Um, before I address that, I would like to say that uh, with this bill, Uh, For the first time in the 170 years, there would be a pathway for recognition of Indian tribes in the state of Florida. Wow. Uh, And that is since the uh, Florida's Indian Removal Act of 1853. Um, And to address the uh, historic markers, we are so pleased to be working with both the city of Pensacola and the city of Milton. Um, There were two incidents, uh, one in Milton and the marker has already been put up. It was called the Lumberton incident, where an Indian man was uh, uh, was shot in the leg in the streets of Milton or Lumberton at that time. And, uh, and instead of uh, facing the mob that was coming after him, he pulled his knife and and uh, cut his own throat. 
mm. rather than endure what was about to happen. And he, as he was uh, dying, he uh, lifted his knife up to his 10-year-old son to motion for him to do the same thing. But the, the mob got to the, the boy before he was able to act. And then they took the man, put a noose around his neck, drug him down to the river and pulled him up underneath the log raft and left him there till he was dead. So that's the, the Lumberton incident. And in Pensacola, at on Bayou Tahar, uh, around the area of Bayview Park, uh, about three weeks before Andrew Jackson came into uh, Pensacola, there was a group of uh, American soldiers who came down from the fort up in South Bruton, Alabama, came down the Escambia River, came up onto the where Bayview Park is now, and there was a refugee camp of Creek people who had uh, flee had fled there to um, be under the protection of the Spanish because their homes kept getting burned out. And uh, so uh, when the soldiers got there, all the warriors were away working or hunting, and there were 30 Creek women and children that were there in the village that day. And the American soldiers uh, landed there at the village and massacred all of the women and children. Oh, my God. Oh. Well, uh, it's it's hard stuff to hear. It's hard stuff to, you know, obviously hard stuff to know happened in, in our area, but we know a lot of awful, horrible things happen. And, um, you know, kudos to the city, both cities, Pensacola and Milton, for finally bringing some recognition to these atrocities and, you know, doing something to keep up public awareness of these things. Uh, again, the bill, if you want to contact your legislator, HB 553, uh, Chief Dan Skyhorse Helms of the Santa Rosa Band of Lower Muskogee. Uh, Dan, thank you so much for spending some time with us this morning. Thanks for teaching me things that I didn't know. And you are always welcome here uh, for any reason that's uh, relevant to what you do with the tribe. Man, I really appreciate it. Well, then I will say Mado, thank you. And there is no word for goodbye in the Muscogee language, so I will say Hatamchi Chatis, which means I'll see you again. Hatamchi Katam. Dang it, say it again. Hatam <laughs> Chihi that's as close as I'm getting today. Uh, Dan, thank you so much for the time, <laughs> sir, and we'll talk to you soon. I appreciate it. Madeira. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. We are so completely out of whack time-wise, but I wanted to get you a chance to hear that. Since it is 825, Candy, why don't we tell them traffic before we go to our next break? Here yeah, sure, 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 sure. Uh, still watching uh, 98 East backed up east of our bridge. Michigan, Esperanto, Northmobile Highway still showing that roadblock. 98 showing a blockage from Dog Track to Bauer. And single-lane traffic again on Lillian between Blue Angel and 98. 437-1620 if you have traffic tips. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. And hey, when it comes to heating or cooling your home, you got a lot of choices for HVAC maintenance, repairs, or replacement. You want to be able to pick up your phone and have confidence you're calling the right company. That's Peden. Air conditioning, heating, and electrical, their primary focus is to give you good service, good installation, best products in the industry. And look, you know, coming soon, AC all the time to a Pensacola near you, right? That's what you're going to need eventually. And you don't want to waste money on an inefficient system. You don't want to waste the time and difficulty of having something that doesn't work when you go to switch it on or that fails on you partway through the summer because you didn't get it tuned up now. So get it tuned up now. Call Peden Air Conditioning today. Set up an appointment. Have your system checked out. If you got AC work, call Peden. 
If you have electrical work, call Peden. Offices in Panama City, Destin, Fort Walton, and a large location here in Pensacola and Ellison Field, 855-376-1534. Or check them out online at Peden, that's P-E-A-D-E-N.com. And we just got one more uh, accident. This is Creighton and Spanish Trail. Uh, this morning, vehicle crash with injuries and a roadblock. That's Creighton and Spanish Trail, 437-1620-826. This morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 9, join the Great Southern Restaurant Group, home to the Fish House, Atlas, Jackson's, and Jelena's and Five Sisters. They'll be discussing, coming up this month, the Atlas Beverage Class, Jackson's Cooking Class, and other fun things and promotions that you won't want to miss. That's all this morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel with Great Southern Restaurants. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. More than ever, we are reimagining our homes as places of retreat. We're minimizing stress and maximizing space. We're dreaming of spa-like bathrooms, complete with beautiful vanities to hide the clutter and make room for candles. We're wishing we could de-stress in a soaking tub or under a rainfall shower at the end of a long day. Make this the year that dream becomes your reality with Home Outlet. Our guaranteed lowest prices put quality products within budget and dream spaces within reach. Visit us in store or online at homeoutlet.com. Fox News personality Brian Kilmeade, afternoons at 11. Before Dave Ramsey on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. I think I need a bigger box. If you think you can find the passion and you're ready to take a chance, if you really believe you can make it, then the power is in your own hands. It's the moment of truth. You're giving it all. Standing alone. Uh, 828. It's the kind of song that when it gets to be that moment in the song, you feel like you want to He-Man your fist up in the air like it's got a sword in it. Yeah! Tell me, Survivor! All right. David Wayne is in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. David? Tell us, David Wayne. At least 36 people have died. Dozens more were injured after a head-on collision between two trains in central Greece. The Greek fire service says a passenger train carrying 350 people collided with a freight train. This was near the city of Larissa. Lori Lightfoot, the first Chicago mayor to lose re-election in 40 years. She uh, conceded last night, congratulated the top vote-getters, Paul Vallis and Brandon Johnson. Very good. Yeah, to finish third in that, even the you know the the nine-person primary or whatever, uh, because I think people are not so satisfied with her. Also, her last name isn't Daly, so, you know, that's trouble. 829 <laughs> News Radio 92.3. Um, kind of mentioned this story earlier but uh, to D.C. Reason, but I think it's fascinating. I was reading about this yesterday that um, people who do not like their signatures, which does anybody like their signature? I don't know. Man. I don't I, I, I am. I know my signature is awful and I don't mind. I just think that's what a signature is supposed to be. But um, people are hiring artists to create signatures for them. Like, they're paying professional artists to do, you know, calligraphy and or, you know, the the signature that they want to showcase their personality and brand more effectively than their current signature does. And then, of course, once you pay this person, say, hundreds of dollars, I guess it's a TikTok thing in part, um, then you have to practice it. Sure. Because you have to practice it to get it. And people are even taking to, like, their... I don't know, public performative signature versus their legal signature and all this stuff. And then, of course, if you do change your signature, you'd have to go and change all of the documents that validate who you are to make sure. And there is actually a concern that when you get this new artistic signature, it might not be unique enough to you the way your regular signature is. Therefore, it'd be easier for people to forge 
compared to something that's authentically a byproduct of your body. I don't know, this is interesting. What do you have coming up, David? Nothing. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot is voted out of office after one term, conceding yesterday's election last night. You never regret taking on the powerful and bringing in the light. The top two vote-getters go to a runoff April 4th. Paul Vallis, the former head of Chicago Public Schools, and Cook County Board of Commissioners member Brandon Johnson. Basketball star Kobe Bryant's widow and three surviving daughters settled with Los Angeles County, California for $28.5 million over the sharing of helicopter crash photos. That settlement includes $15 million previously awarded to Vanessa Bryant by a jury in August of last year. She sued the county after learning some employees of the fire and police departments had shared graphic photos of human remains from the crash. Fox's Matt Napolitano, nine people, including Kobe Bryant and his daughter Vanessa, died in that crash three years ago. Vanessa Bryant's settlement is going to the family's charity. America's listening to Fox News. It's 831 News Radio 92.3. Good. Good morning. I'm David Wayne. 76 right now. It's partly cloudy in Pensacola. A brazen wallet theft at a local grocery store has investigators looking for two suspects. PPD's Mike Wood tells News Radio a woman distracted another elderly woman who uh, who had her purse and wallet in her shopping cart. While that woman was distracted, a man stole credit cards out of the wallet. More than $1,000 was charged on the woman's credit cards later that same day. PPD has released both photos and videos of that incident. You can see that on the uh, News Radio Facebook page uh, or on the PPD page. And if you have any information, call Crime Stoppers if they want to remain anonymous uh, and collect a cash reward, or they can just call the Pensacola Police Department at 435 1900 uh, to give us any information they have. And uh, also, we learned earlier this week a man had been charged with attempted murder. This was in Fort Walton Beach after dragging a police officer with his vehicle during a traffic stop. Fort Walton Beach police have released video of that incident as well. 27-year-old Antonio Bell Betts was arrested in the case. Police say he was dragging an officer with his vehicle, aimed for a utility pole, and told the officer, quote, he was going to die today. The officer, luckily, was not hurt. He was able to slam on the brakes and stop that vehicle before it hit the pole. The officers involved all treated for minor injuries and Bell, Bell Betts uh, still in the Okaloosa County Jail being held with no bond. Well, there's a new way to pay for your parking downtown. The city of Pensacola launching pay-by-text parking. It's a, a brand-new option for downtown. The system operates through the existing Park Pensacola system, but you don't have to download the app or create an account for it to work. Just look for the Park Pensacola sign or a sticker with the designated number that you text. Then you'll get a, re- a response, click a link, and follow the directions on your phone. The city says the Park Pensacola phone app and pay kiosks will still work, though. They're just looking to reduce traffic at those parking kiosks downtown. A Milton man accused of assault and attempted rape. 51-year-old Christopher Leto was arrested this week on aggravated battery and sex assault charges. According to an arrest report, Leto was Allegedly assaulted a woman, ripped off her clothing, and tried to rape her. That woman was able to get away, but that's when she says that Leto tracked her down and hit her twice in the head with a baseball bat. Police say they saw saw the injuries on her head and forehead, uh, Leto now being held without bond in the Santa Rosa County Jail. 
Well, today's the start of sea turtle nesting season all along the coast. Municipalities are going to be enforcing lighting ordinances to reduce the amount of artificial light that reaches the beach because it causes hatchlings to become disoriented and crawl away from the ocean. We want to really make sure we take care of our wildlife here and um, be good stewards to uh, the sea turtle nests and the sea turtles and have them have a successful hatching season. That's Josh Levy. 70% of the nation's sea turtle nesting takes place right here on Florida beaches and uh, the season runs all the way through the end of October. Well, one of the oldest running events in the Pensacola area is back this month, the Bayou Hills Run. They're going to be hosting a 5K and 10K championship race. Uh, both of those courses will take runners through the East Hill neighborhood along Bayou Tahar. Uh, lots of big trees, big hills there as well. Registration is now open. Cost about 45 bucks to run the 10K, 35 to run the 5K. There's also a kid's run, and that one's only $15. That one might be right for me. Uh, proceeds benefit the Creative Learning Academy in Pensacola Sports. It's 835. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Hey, I was going to say, the, the McGuire's run is coming up, too. Have you done that one? I haven't, no. You don't have to run, as it turns out, but I'll tell you more about that off air. Traffic on the fives brought to you by Avalon. Avalon HR. With so much going on, you need Avalon. That's employing made easy. Accident at Creighton and Spanish Trail looks like in front of uh, Spanish Trail and uh, does show a roadblock on Creighton near that intersection. Single lane traffic on Lillian again this morning between Blue Angel and 98. Great view, but again, stop and go as they work on that road shoulder. Uh, traffic tips, 437-1620 News Radio, 92.3 Informative, Local, Dependable. We're going to be seeing a warm and humid day out there today with a 10% chance of a stray shower high near 78 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping into the low 70s. As you go into Thursday, we will have a small chance of an afternoon shower. Rain chance will increase throughout the evening hours. High on Thursday near 80 degrees. Overnight temperatures Thursday night near 70. Thunderstorms will move through throughout the overnight hours lasting into Friday morning. A few storms could be strong. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Nice and warm at 76, but cloudy and bleh. Maybe the right word. Uh, 76 in Pensacola, 74 in Gulf Breeze, and 74 in Milton. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Mike Chappell here, serial entrepreneur. Business owners, are you aware that your current payroll provider is overcharging you? Don't believe me? Get on PatriotSoftware.com to instantly see what payroll for one to 500 employees should cost you. Also, don't fall for gimmicks your current payroll provider will use to justify their higher prices, like bundling in extra HR services you really don't need. And don't let them lock you into an annual contract. Patriot Software doesn't make you sign an annual contract. These are just a few reasons our payroll customers rate us 4.9 out of 5 stars. Go to PatriotSoftware.com, use promo code RADIO, and get two months of payroll processing free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. It's Sunbelt Basketball Tournament Week. Stop by the Bay Center for FanFest before the men's quarterfinal games for food, music, and games for all ages. The free event is Saturday from 1 till 4. Next Tuesday, the 7th, join the Pensacola Beach Chamber for their March Business After Hours event at the Frisky Dolphin from 5.30 till 7 for food, drinks, and plenty of business networking. PensacolaBeachChamber.com for more. Find more events and submit yours at NewsRadio92.3.com. 
The Mobile Boat Show opens this weekend with all the new 2023 boat models and brands in one place for easy comparison shopping. One weekend only at the Mobile Convention Center. It's the biggest indoor show on the Gulf Coast with the best prices of the year on new boats, accessories, tackle, and more. Whether you fish the Gulf or cruise the bay, you'll find a boat that fits your budget. The Mobile Boat Show is the place to find all you need to get out on the water. And it's fun for the whole family. This weekend at the Mobile Convention Center. All right, your money now. Hey, there Funny's we go. Funny's News Radio 90. Your money now at 838 News Radio 92.3. The market's down a little bit this morning at the opening bell. The Dow Jones down 26.45 at 32.630.25. The S&P 500 down 9.58 at 39.6057. And the NASDAQ down 28.92 at 11.426.62. Rising mortgage rates the big re, uh, are a big reason for the drop in mortgage applications. The Mortgage Bankers Association says those applications to buy a home fell by 6% last week. The drop coming as the 30-year fixed rate crossed 6.7%. Elon Musk striking a deal with the president of Mexico to build a Tesla factory in Monterey. It's about two hours south of the Texas border. Could be a big part of Musk's plan to build an all-electric car that he could sell for $25,000 and emergency SNAP benefits coming to an end today. The Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program provides food benefits to more than 40 million low-income Americans. Those benefits were increased during the COVID pandemic. The emergency allotments for SNAP recipients ended in Florida in 2021, but Alabama and 34 other states were still providing them. 839, your next news at 9, breaking news anytime. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. All right, as we often do uh, for the frivolous segment, I like to pose to you a very simple question, easy question, obvious question, the kind of question to which everyone uh, will give an answer and everyone will want to participate. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. This is your chance. This is your chance to be heard on the radio because yeah. you text me and I will read it. That's right. Four, three, seven. Shine, everybody. My, my wife yesterday, we were at the dog park, and my wife's like, "I got some topics for you for frivolous." I'm like, "I know they're going to be good," and she says, <laughs> "All right, let me tell you this one. Um, I have to do laundry." differently for the boys and myself than from you I'm like oh this is going in a good direction <laughs> and it turns out uh not the doing of the laundry <laughs> per se uh but the way things get folded or processed afterwards i'm trying to be very non-specific at the moment because i never like to give my answer first okay so four three seven sixteen twenty the question is when you wash socks you get socks out of the dryer, mm -hmm. and then what? And I say then what because I am imagining for many people you pair them up, okay? I am also then imagining that some people will fold them in pairs. I'm imagining that other people may ball them together. I'm imagining that some people may simply lay them gently across each other in the sock drawer. I'm imagining that some people take the socks out and then just shove them randomly in the drawer. I'm just imagining there's a lot of possibilities here. 
So my question is, mostly folded or bald, but how do you process socks after they have been laundered? 437-1620, Well, Candy. it's not the first time I've been called a baller, but no, it is. <laughs> Um, and I ball my socks. But on I thought these, you I thought on these streets. I accidentally washed a rug with all my clothes yesterday and didn't even notice. So yeah, I'm just Wait, poor, which, I feel bad which for was Darren. The accident, like you didn't notice the rug? I forgot I put it in there. It had cat food on it. Oh, so it wasn't like okay. it was just but then I had to rewash everything because of the shags well and it's done. like whatever, dude. Uh but yeah, I always ball the socks. I've always balled my socks. Always balled the socks. Yeah. In pairs. In pairs, yeah. Okay. I, because it's what what dust thou do with the loner that remains? <laughs> something called Socktown, and that's where they live and sometimes you know they do find a mate but sometimes they do not enough you know yeah and they're mostly like darren always wears the same sock so he's easy to find a mate in Socktown. and mine are stupid like they'll have kittens on them and i you know or whatever yeah. or if you wait around long enough and wear more des- desperate clothing you know you can eventually the no sometimes find, you need socks and you can find you know different you know i'm just being odd y'all. i love it i love it <laughs> yeah. four three seven Socktown. 16 20, four, three, seven. we're gonna have all I'll these people texting and saying i'm yeah. a baller yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have that uh, let's see. I uh, I throw them all in the basket and then I ball them later. Somebody here says pair them, then fold them. Oh, I suppose I could weigh in a little bit. Uh, the reason my wife has to do laundry differently for her loving and adoring and appreciative husband uh, than she does for her maybe slightly less appreciative children because they're children is um, I'm a folder and uh, she's a baller. So she folds mine in deference to my preferences because I don't like them getting stretched out. Man, that elastic's only got so many stretches in it. And the more you ball, the more you stretch. It's just that simple. Plus, I hate the unballing of them. After, like when you take them out, there's something very unnatural about the balling sock. The bald sock is just, I don't like it. It makes me feel icky. And so there it is. That's my strong, logical, rational philosopher's argument is it makes me feel weird. No, Even I- to touch the bald pear sock they're just odd i don't know we the, could talk about this off air but did something happen to you at summer camp not as far you, as i no, know okay. and nothing that i remember but i do have the great ability to forget things well. four three seven sixteen twenty um what did they call that in a uh, few good men the code red <laughs> that's what the socks All right it wasn't just balled up socks um somebody says here uh ball them together somebody says uh all the same color i throw i told them in a drawer i throw them in a drawer uh somebody here says uh, i match them up then I fold them together, not in a ball, just fold the tops. Oh, okay, so this is the flat fold, not the full ball. That's how my mother did it. So yeah. the socks are really still almost full-blown dangling out the bottom of the elastic connector, if you want to call it that. Uh, I, can, can I imagine, there must be one person out there that owns a device, that owns a sock twist tie or a clip, or you know, that somebody uses a thing to connect their socks together. I'm just Some, there, there's got to be a thing. They do sell these plastic things See? that you can yes, that um, they, again, they I can the invent a, a product that already cap. exists. I'm they, good at this. They're the size of a bottle cap and you pull it through. There you, you go. Know, and they that's, keep them that's together. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh 4371620 growing up we had a sock box. Now I pair them up and fold them together. Somebody here says, "What's a sock?" <laughs> That's why I checked what you flip were wearing flops, on your feet. Right. Yeah, because yeah, we're, we're flip-flop people. Uh, sock laundering will get you five to ten years. Yeah, well, look, when the <laughs> socks come in from the illicit drug, drug trade that you run in the Ozarks, right. uh, you got to make sure that it runs through a front. Uh, somebody here says, uh, what is this? Uh, all the husband's socks are black, so they just get thrown in the drawer. Right. Somebody says, uh, pair them, then ball them. Um, and by the way, my loners, and uh, my, what happens is when you, you, call when, you them loners. when you don't ball them together, <laughs> they do tend to get shuffled around and de-paired right. in the drawer. I don't, I don't mind. I just live with that. 
It's just that's just the price of goodness. Wow, what a guy. For <laughs> Dream <laughs> big, man. I am the king of tolerance. Uh, let's see. Uh, nobody ever said. Um, bald, lonely sock becomes a hand puppet and out the window or, or as a cleaner. Somebody here says uh, it's very time effective to ball them. Baller. Uh, or you can just wear different socks. Local legend. Trader, Trader John, John did. John did. I miss there you go. Trader John. You can be yeah. fashion forward and lazy at the same time. That's right. While paying homage to the great Trader John. How much time in your life do you think you would save if you just didn't worry about matching socks or pairing them in the laundry? Dude, I wear Birkenstocks literally every day. <laughs> I can't. I only wear socks if we have to go somewhere, which I don't now because I'm your producer. <laughs> I'm serious. Let's give them traffic on the fire. When Brent came, well, yeah, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> they wear socks no more in your face. Because that's a thing. Uh, Creighton Road and Spanish Trail showing an accident this morning. It looks like it is a little block at that intersection on, uh, in, in, uh, on Creighton uh, specifically. And it's right near the Spanish Trail. And then again, single lane traffic on Lillian between Blue Angel and 98 as they work on that road shoulder. 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. <laughs> I got a note from somebody. A good friend says, Andrew's quote of the day, the more you ball, the more you stretch. <laughs> And followed by a L-M-A-O-R-O-T-F. <laughs> That's a double laugh. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Did you I, I want to go back, find that soundbite, and use it as my, my ringtone forever. Oh, that's just Andrew McKay. You should get to know him before you judge. I don't even remember saying that. That's awesome. Andrew, you're assuming that all the socks that went in the dryer are still there when they come out. Oh, yeah. No, the sock yep, gremlins are real. Yeah. Uh, always seems to be one missing. I do match them and fold them before a stairs. But that's why I have Socktown. Oh, uh, this is, yeah, that's right. Somebody here says pairing by thickness is more important than pairing by color i don't want to be off balance all day yeah that huge <laughs> so right, right 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 huge difference right oh my god oh that's so funny y'all are the best the <laughs> best so what a weird god hug danny extra for me today oh, no. that's really she gave great me three good ones yesterday oh, all in a row like bang out. bang bang i'm like She's oh so i'm using great. all of that that's She's good so stuff great. She is 848 on News Radio 923. And look, if you're thinking about getting that next vehicle, uh, let me recommend Frontier Motors, okay? The, see, the thing with Frontier is you're you're getting essentially in function a new car. You just don't have to pay the new car price for it because you get it a year, maybe two, maybe at most three, okay, after it was new. And so low miles, great condition. Like our car was a year old with like eleven or twelve thousand miles on it. So it was basically new. Only we didn't have to pay the depreciation, all right? And that's what they specialize in. Cars that are like almost new. Right, they come back off of leases. They come back from auctions. They come back from corporate programs. Ours came from an auction in Orlando, but they can also come from you. So, if you're the kind of person that likes to buy the new car, okay, and instead of trading in your old one, take it to Frontier and sell it, okay. Or if you just need to sell a car that you don't, you know, need anymore for whatever reason, easy. Fifteen minutes, they'll take care of you. If you want a consignment sell, they can do that with no extra fees or anything like that. So, selling cars very very easy at Frontier Motors. They have to buy about 150 to 200 every single month. So, yes, they want yours. Frontier Motors serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi and Do you have a high a better school air filter reunion on your air conditioner is not and I have a giveaway. I keep forgetting to do this. That's why I wanted to make sure and I, I know I I messed candy up there, but uh the Mobile Bow Show, which comes up this weekend, March 3rd to the 5th, I've got a pair of day passes. So a pair of day passes, that's fun date stuff, man. Uh, you want to go to the 2023 Boat Show, huge selection of boats, motors, personal watercraft, you know, all this. It's a boat show, okay? Um, so you can go, courtesy of us, if you are caller number, I want to say just three right now, 437-1620. Caller number three wins a pair of single-day day passes to the Mobile Boat Show coming up this weekend at the Mobile, Mobile Convention Center. Do you have a high school reunion or a big event coming up? 
ProHealth is here to help. Their new medical weight loss program can offer an array of prescription medications, including the shot, as well as unlimited nutritionist consultations, pharmaceutical-grade supplements, and detailed lab work. With locations in Pensacola and Gulf Breeze, ProHealth is ready to help you look and feel great about your gatherings. ProHealth was the Gulf Breeze and Pensacola Business of the Year for 2021. Visit ProHealth at ProHealthFL.com. The City of Pensacola Parks and Recreation offers many ways to help you get out and play. Take a stroll in one of their 93 parks, rent a kayak or a paddle boat at the brand new Bayview Outdoor Pursuit Center, or participate in one of the many exciting programs happening at Play Pensacola's 11 resource centers. Tennis courts, pools, dance, camps, community events, and more. The only thing missing is you. For more, visit PlayPensacola.com or follow social media at PlayPCola Parks. It's time to get out and play. A better air filter on your air conditioner is nice, but it isn't enough. It takes a lot more than that to clean the air that you breathe. This is Todd with Gulf Coast Air Care. On Wednesday's pep talk, we'll talk about how to keep pollen, bacteria, and other pollutants out of your lungs. Remember what I always say, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Let's talk Wednesday morning at 9.30 on Pep Talk. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Hey, Dave Ramsey here. For almost a decade, I've been telling you about my friends at Frontier Motors in Pensacola. The biggest reason is they help my listeners save thousands of dollars when purchasing a slightly used car over a brand new one. Consumer Reports says the average new car depreciates a whopping $9,200 in the first year alone. That's crazy. So if you're thinking new, don't. Go see Frontier Motors and see how much they can save you on a current year car with very low miles. And if your goal is to get out of debt, bring Frontier Motors your car and they can write you a check on the spot. Frontier Motors can also do consignments and they don't charge a fee or a commission. Frontier Motors have been helping the people in the Pensacola area for 21 years. They are the go-to dealer for free advice when it comes to buying or selling a car. Please go see my friends at Frontier Motors. And don't forget to tell them Dave Ramsey sent you. Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi. Afternoons 4 to 7. After Dave Ramsey on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I just don't think it's right killing an innocent girl. Am I going mad? Or did the word think escape your lips? Good morning. Uh, 852 here on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. You got a winner for I us there, do. Candy. Gail right, Spendlove from Pensacola picking up tickets to the boat show in Mobile. That's going to be a lot of fun at the Mobile Convention Center, the Mobile Boat Show this year. Nicely Huge. done. Also, yeah. kudos to Seamart. Uh, Chris Martin, former base commander, just got announced. UWF sent out the release that says that uh, he has now been uh, selected as the assistant vice president for facilities management at UWF. So, uh, congratulations to CMAR. Go ahead and text him. Text him and tell him I told you so. Uh, 853 on, congratulations. 853 on News Radio 923. Uh, what else do we have going? Oh, you know, this came up in the Pensacola City Council meeting the other day, and I hadn't had a chance to talk about it. Um, but I do think it's interesting. You had a guy named Dominic Albert, I believe was his name, and here's what he said talking about open containers in downtown Pensacola and the restaurants that allow you to drink on their premises uh, out on the street, right? When they pay a fee? To basically. Bring to note uh, the zero tolerance uh, open container 
uh, decisions made on downtown and surrounding areas with in regards to restaurants having the ability to serve and to have people on the sidewalk which is public property and common citizens people that have less means cannot partake in that so what he's getting at is that people who sit at the table at a restaurant on the sidewalk in downtown pensacola can drink a beer right or a glass of wine or a mixed drink or whatever served by the restaurant the guy or girl standing 10 feet away not a patron of the restaurant cannot drink the same drink 10 feet away on the same public right-of-way because we have an open container ban and i guess it's been enforced a little bit more and he says well that's just not fair basically what i'm saying is, is it's pointing a finger at subjugating a certain demographic which are homeless or disadvantaged people and to give one person the ability to use that property that is city property which is our property and give them access where the common citizen doesn't have access it's a have or have not kind of situation and it's basically taking away from the civil rights of people and pointing a finger at them and pushing them outside by impugning them for doing this exact same thing 10 feet away See, when I first heard him, I was like, stop. But the more I thought about it, this is what logic will do for you, the more I realized, oh, man, this is actually hard to justify. <laughs> like, there's actually an issue here. And I'm going to explain how I answer here in just a second. Let's get candy in here with Traffic on the Fives. All right. Watching a, a couple of areas of concern. One is Spanish Trail in Creighton. It's showing a roadblock on Creighton after an accident this morning right near the Spanish Trail. And single lane traffic still on Lillian between Blue Angel and 98 as they work on that road shoulder. They've got the signs and moving you past, but it is down to single lane on, on a portion of it. 437-1620 is the t- uh, traffic tip number. News Radio 92.3 Informative Local. Dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. So here's the thing. You know, if you're a restaurant downtown and you pay the city a fee, which is how it works, okay? You pay a fee and you apply and there's, it's a, um, uh, it's, you're not, you can't demand it, but they, you know, it's under conditions, okay? But anyway, you can have people ser- out in front of your restaurant and you can serve them at that table. And there's all kinds of regulations. I actually had Walker Wilson, head of the DIB, send me the regulations. I read through it and saw. Um, but here's the thing. Okay, guys, uh, let's say a guy is sitting at the table drinking his Bud Light. Fine, as long as they've gotten a permit approved. Stands up, (laughs) because now he's standing, walks five feet away outside of the area that is uh, registered to that that restaurant, and now he can be arrested. Or, well, cited. You write him up for a ticket or whatever. That's weird, right? I mean, that's weird. It's, It's weird that you're like, can't drink, can't drink, okay, now it's just fine. Or vice versa, can drink, can drink, okay, now it's not fine. There is something squirrely about that when you look at, like, how do you draw that legal distinction or the philosophical distinction where you're not doing disparate treatment between the people who, you know, just want to drink an open container on the public sidewalk and people who want to drink an open container at a restaurant that's been permitted by the city to sit on the open sidewalk, right? There's, it's kind of weird. And the answer is simple. Look, we all, we all know we want the one and not the other. All right, you want the restaurant to be able to have the people at the at the table, and you don't want random people walking around with open containers. The question is legally how you, how do you draw that distinction? And I think the city's probably got this right that it's a matter of applying for the permit and paying a fee and having the grant by the city that within certain very restriction uh, very restricted circumstances you will allow people to drink 
on the street on a table, right? That kind of, um, but it struck me, first of all, it struck me as dumb. I was like, why are you talking about this? But this is why you have open forum because it raises issues. And it kept nagging at me. Like, I don't know how to just, how to justify that. And then I read the ordinance. I thought a little bit more about it. I'm like, okay, I can kind of see, but, um, you know, every once in a while, what you ought to do is just pay attention to people that you want to dismiss immediately and think through the things that they're saying. That's how we learn from each other. That's how we gain perspective. Uh, even if we don't change our view in the end, we at least understand people a little bit better. And I think that's a kind of a win. 858 News Radio 923, time for future news when Candy and I tell you what's going to happen before it happens. All right, first question Will the bill to recognize the Indian tribes in Florida that have not had it yet, will that pass and will they get recognition? 100% and yes. Yes and yes. HB 999, we haven't talked a lot about it this morning, but Alex Andrade has filed a bill that would uh, make it so you wouldn't have gender studies, you wouldn't have um, critical race theory, you wouldn't have intersectionality studies, you wouldn't have uh, diversity, equity, and um, Oh, what's the other one? I can't think of it. DEI. Anyway, inclusion at the university level. Will that bill pass? Nope. I think that it will pass because the Republicans are in control. Will that bill be heavily litigated after it passes? If it passes. It will be, yes, most definitely. And this is a second bill in a week that Alex has filed that has gotten national attention and mostly national criticism. Uh, Biden versus Nebraska, the first case the Supreme Court heard yesterday on the loan waiver program or the loan uh, cancellation program. Will it have standing? Will the Supreme Court say the case has standing from Mohila? Yes. Tequila. Uh, yes. I know. Uh, I, I think it, it will. Uh, maybe it'll be five to four on that. Will they actually strike down the program and say that it was outside the bounds of what Congress intended? Yes. I also think, yes, that'll be a six to three vote. 